this is Thoughts Become Things. With each episode, we'll help you reach the highest creative potential that God has for you. With your host, a teacher, life coach, a dream coach, and motivational speaker, Jeremy Lopez. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another podcast of Thoughts Become Things. I'm Jeremy Lopez, and so glad to be with you guys today, and uh, I hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast. You know, one of the things I was going to share with you guys bef- uh, today, and before I forget my sort of news, my news break, is um, we have been launching out some really, really, really good affirmational CDs recently, and uh, we have one of on... Um, about success. So I would highly recommend, we got one called The Throne of God. I would highly recommend you guys going to the website, identitynetwork.net, and checking them out under our Christian music um, genre on our website. Because we're usually putting out one, at least one a month of a brand new album that might be uh, decrees, affirmations, and then other ones might be more ambient, you know, instrumental, really anointed, highly, highly, highly uh, powerful um, music downloads that you guys can have in, in downloading. And so you definitely want to go and purchase one. You guys would really love these downloads. So I'm excited for that. And also I'm excited because today what I want to talk about for a little bit is the book of the month for um, the month of August. Can you guys believe we're already in August? It's crazy. But one of the things that I've been really focusing on for a while is um, basic apostolic. You know, I'm not one to really talk a lot about apostolic and prophetic stuff a whole lot that much anymore, only because of the fact it's who I am, it's what I do, um, but I sort of use sort of rivers flowing out of that and, and other streams to sort of tackle things, you know, and talk about other areas that sort of flow from that versus going back to the actual foundation of where this, these rivers are flowing from. And so, but I wanted to write a book on what we call apostolic anointing because I've had a lot of people for a while really say, hey, you know what, you've never really discussed anything as far as written a book on apostolic, so could you do that? <laughs> well, good news is we did it. So I really wanted to bring that out today to you guys and let's talk about it just for a couple minutes because, you know, when we deal with apostolic, here's one of the things you have to remember is the word uh, apostolic and apostle are really um powerful words today where people look at and they say, you know, well, you know, apostles, pretty much they start churches and they travel and they speak and they teach and they share, you know, just uh, some some ground pieces for people. And all that is partially true, okay? But there's a fullness of what apostolic really means that actually ties into more of Understanding that Jesus was the, was the apostle, so his apostolic work was not even so much just starting the church, per se, but his apostolic work was dealing with and showing a new establishment and a lifestyle, a new establishment of, of, of shifting into new paradigms, taking new directions. And it's one of the things that most people don't tend to look at or recognize is the apostolic part of Christ actually shifted people into a new way of looking at life, a new way of looking at themselves, uh, but basically building the foundation for a new way of living, a new lifestyle per se. So, and the, and so if you think about it, the word apostolic actually is something that all of us can sort of adapt to because there is a strong anointing that comes from apostolic work. So apostolic doesn't always 
reflect on or come from the uh, the fivefold ministry of apostles, but apostolic in nature are those who are Christian people, those who understand. Okay, let me put it this way: those who awaken and understand to the reality that they are kingdom builders, kingdom creators, um, lifestyle changers, and that doesn't mean you run around telling everybody, you know, hey, you know, I got to get you safe. No, it's more like living the style, living the style of uh, of life that Christ died to give you and being apostolic in the sense of groundwork and laying that in a creative part inside of everything you do, such as conversations. You can be apostolic in nature and conversations because of the fact that what that looks like for you is making sure in, in conversations, which most people don't look at, making sure in conversations you're establishing a powerful truth, not a truth that's of fear, not a truth of anxiety, a truth of you better make a decision now, but a a, a decision, a deciding factor that's apostolic in nature in a conversation that births forth a new creative idea for people, a new food for thought, an idea for someone to say, gosh, you know, I never thought about that. Because that the idea for being apostolic is establishing a new paradigm within people. Look at John the Baptist. John the Baptist went around, you know, like a crazy man, you know, saying, hey, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at, at hand, you know. Um, and he did that because he sort of made way for Christ to come on the scene. Well, what happens is that means I'm sort of laying a, a concrete foundation for you to build upon. And and sort of that's sort of the the, uh, the metaphor of Christ and John the Baptist is I'm going to sort of build this you know this um, slab per se this concrete that you could come you can build the walls to the the you know the, the the ceiling the roof you know everything in it and so his establishment actually helped Jesus to be able to bring that forth now was he the foundation for Christ not necessarily but on earth he was what we call the forerunner and so in the you know so you think about Christ being the chief cornerstone which the Bible says that means that's the most powerful piece of uh, you know of let's say a, a building so with that being said we look at this and say in the natural, our job is to do what John the Baptist did, and that is to bring forth a new paradigm of change. So when John the Baptist, you know, said, "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand," the word "repentance" is not even a Christian word. This is where people miss it. The word "repentance" is not a Christian word. It's actually more of an Aramaic word that basically means, "Hey." Your lifestyle, the things you've been doing, the things you've been saying, the, thing, the way you've been thinking. What if you could shift that? And go the opposite direction. Why? Because if I'm going in a bad direction, then I want to do the opposite, uh, you know, go the opposite direction into a good direction, right? And so the understanding for that, even back in the day, was an opposite of, you know, well, not not really extremities, but an opposite. And so when you think of repentance, it means go the opposite direction because the direction you're going in now is limited. It's not it's not fulfilling. It's not satisfying to and healthy enough for your for your body, your soul, your spirit. So take a shift. Go the opposite direction. So so that way, what he did was he was basically saying, "Hey, I'm going to take a different approach for this. I'm going to let you know that, you know, you need to be open-minded about things because the closed-mindedness you've been has been really deadly to you. It's been bad for you. It's been religious. It's been traditional. So I'm going to present to you." A way through, you know, through the power of repentance to shift because the Son of God, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world are about to come upon the scene. And so because of that, you need to be able to bring forth an, you know, a, a, an awakening or a receiving of this new fresh man, of this new fresh idea he brings forth because that, because he's the way, the truth, and the life. And so this is where repentance truly comes from. And if you, if you read the Aramaic, which is really a hard language to understand, but that's what it represents is, 
All these things I've just presented to you. And so when you think of apostolic, that means that John the Baptist was apostolic in the nature of bringing forth a freshness, a, a refreshing that causes the mind to shift through the power of repentance. So apostolic in nature for each one of us means to bring forth a fresh new idea for somebody to say, I never thought about that. I need to, I need to, you know, go to this job, new job you just told me about. Hey, I need to approach this person that you just told me about to ask the, ask, ask them XYZ, right? I need to consider moving over here. Wow. I need to, I need to consider the Holy Spirit. Wow. I need to listen to prophecy. Wow. And so what it does is it shifts. So apostolic in nature can birth forth new fresh conversations. It can birth forth new ideologies. It can birth forth powerful truths. It can birth forth, you know, new establishments for people to be able to build on a, a paradigm, a new a new idea, uh, a new going, and then naturally going to a new establishment, going to a new job, going to a new, you know, a place of worship, you know, as a, a building a home somewhere, you know. So apostolic basically is helping a foundation to be built. In every area of your life. So when we look at the religious side and say, oh, apostles come on the scene, ooh, ah, powerful, you know, we honor and respect them and bow to them mentality. No, that's not it. Apostles do nothing more, which we don't want to disrespect them, like we don't want to disrespect anyone, because every joint supplies. But the idea for apostles is to birth forth you know, fresh new churches, which have fresh new ideas, fresh new worship, you know, a fresh new pastor, for lack of better words, uh, new congregants, because that's what new churches do, right? They hopefully get new people coming, you know, or people that were not happy in their old church, or, or, or you know, uh, new worship leaders who maybe have really been wanting to do something for the Lord, and they want to, and all of a sudden, hey, look, we're starting a new church. We want you to be part of it. Wow, thank you. So what does it do? It establishes new creations. It establishes new, fresh ideas. It changes lifestyles. So when we deal with being apostolic, we're dealing with you and me learning the techniques how to be apostolic without being an apostle. Because as a leader in God's kingdom, every one of us are truly, truly powerful beings that are apostolic in nature. Why? Because we are co-creators in Christ, right? We are co-laborers. We're co-creators. We establish new beginnings, folks. We establish new awakenings. We establish new adventures. We establish new rivers. We create for people and ourselves a new way of looking at life. We create new inventions, new witty ideas. Uh, we, we don't fabricate. We don't copy, carbon copy. What we do is we bring forth a new avenue. So the John the Baptist in us is apostolic to say, you can establish, you can create, you can birth forth something new that causes people to say, wow, never thought about that. Hey, I got a fresh idea for you. Hey, thank you for telling me about that job. Let me go here, over here and apply. I've been praying for a new position anyway or a new job. So you have to remember, apostolic literally is birthing forth a brand new creation within your life and within the life of other people. So I really wanted to bring bring that out today, and I really want you to, to sort of point you to this new book, Apostolic Anointing, to get it, because we talk about a lot of different things in this book. And some of the things I deal with in this book as far as chapter titles are Zoe life, which is the God kind of life, the God, the kind of life that God establishes us for us to be able to live. Another chapter is alignment. That's a very powerful weapon and a tool a chapter because it births forth apostolic in, in nature, meaning that you birth forth new alignments, new creations within people's lives and yourself. Another one 
Another chapter is called Wholeness because new alignments can birth forth wholeness. New creations can birth forth uh, you know, a wholeness and an awakening. Another chapter is Supply. Now this next chapter I love is called Knowing because you finally get to the place where you're like, now I know I'm doing right. How many of you ever thought that? Now, oh, man, I, I, I know I'm on the right path now. I know I'm in the right church now. I know I'm with, you know, the wife of my dreams. I, now I know, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to have kids. Now I know this job is for me. So knowing comes out of alignment. Because alignment, it brings forth establishing. And establishing births forth new creative ideas, new rivers flowing, juices in your brain flowing that finally get you to the place that you've longed to be, which is now I know what I'm doing. Now I know who I am. Now I know I belong here. So apostolic does a lot more folks than we think. And these are the key elements I'm going to say that will totally birth forth in you what I call this next chapter, unity. Because alignment bursts forth knowing, bursts forth wholeness, that brings forth unity. Why? Because you're finally at peace with yourself and hopefully peace with people around you. Because the understanding is it bursts forth a place where you can take a deep breath and say, ah, I finally arrived. Now, it's not arriving to where we stop learning, stop listening, stop evolving, stop creating. No, but it brings us peace to say, I've arrived at where I need to be right now in my life. And I feel the empowerment of that apostolic alignment right now. So now I can see what God has for my next future and build on a new adventure or maybe build this one even higher. Right. So you might be a two story home or you might be a skyscraper. You might be building up on the same idea, the same paradigm that God's given you, or you might be spreading out, right? New rivers of, we'll say, other houses around you uh, with ideas. And so this is the key element you have to begin to realize. Another chapter in this book is always co-creators because the idea is knowing the power of who you are as a co-creator. So I highly uh, encourage each one of you, go to the website, identitynetwork.net, and it should be on the homepage for this month, in case you're listening to me in the future, which it won't be on the homepage, you can always put it in our search engine, which is Apostolic Anointing. And when you do, you can just download the book if you want to, and you'll be blessed by this book. It's it's really going to be a life changer for you to say, wow, I am apostolic. And who knows, you might find out you've been apostolic all along and establishing apostolic things, or you might just awaken to it now, and it might just take you even higher and further to a new level in your life. So definitely download or order the paperback today. You'll be glad you did, all right? Hey, God bless every one of you. And as always, we always like to close with this idea because it's a powerful, powerful truth. If you don't like your day, change your thoughts, you'll change your life. God bless. This has been the Thoughts Become Things podcast with Jeremy Lopez, helping you reach your highest creative potential that God has for you. For more episodes, products, and information on Jeremy, visit www.identitynetwork.net.